Aww. Becky, Becky and Cam hotline. <laughs> Hi, hurry up. This is Becky speaking. Cam is also on the line. What's your problem? Hi there. Becky and Cam hotline. Okay, you are on the air with the perfect pair. <laughs> uh, wow. So we probably have an influx of new listeners yeah. who have seen us on national Australian morning television. Today Extra. Today Extra. And yeah. Juggernaut. Yes, so uh, for people who are new to the podcast, hello, this is the Becky and Cam hotline. I hope you enjoy this one listen that you'll probably (laughs) do before switching off and going scuttling back to... Hamish and Andy. Yeah. (laughs) Or uh, who are the chicks that talk loudly, shameless or something. Yeah, sure, (laughs) you'll head back to them, but enjoy your stay with us while we've got you. Um, We're an advice hotline. People call up on 1-800-BECKY-CAM and we help them out. Now... Let's dive into our 15 minutes of fame mm-hmm. that was actually closer to three minutes. Yes, but what are three minutes? It's huge three minutes. So let's tell the story of what happened. Um, okay, so we got an email a couple of weeks ago saying, will you do an interview? And we were like, yeah, whatever. We were like, yeah, sure. And it said, it's on Today Extra. And I didn't know and I don't think you mm-hmm. knew that that was television. I thought they were doing some weird thing where it's like marketing within the company and they're like, we want to interview these podcasters to try and talk about content within Channel 9. Like I didn't really know it was I assumed press. it was like digital radio or something. Like yeah. something, it's like a radio station you can only access on your like Foxtel box or something. Yeah, or like in a, in a go-get. In a go-get, <laughs> yeah. It's tuned, you get into a go-get and it's tuned to some radio station you've never heard of. Yeah. And I was like, that must be today extra yeah and it's just extra it's a bit extra yeah on top of the tv show yeah um but no as it turned out that morning at 9 a.m when i got a frantic call from the producer asking why i hadn't responded to any emails um i realized it was television it took me ages to figure it out on the call too she was like have you got the zoom link and i was like yeah uh somewhere in there i'll dig it up you know it's somewhere in the inbox meanwhile they've been toiling away putting together a little package (laughs) of our podcast (laughs) which we didn't know about and then she started talking about lighting she's like okay so make sure you you're near a window and i'm like okay i don't think you know how radio works (laughs) because sweetheart yeah you can do it from any room in the house yeah and then uh ring light and all this stuff and then it slowly dawned on me that you and I were going to be live on television. Mm. And we had no idea. I sort of turned up, thank God I put on a little bit of a face that day. Yeah, you look great. You look fantastic. I wish I could say the same for myself, but, um, I, you know. You looked great. You look like a man. I look like a man up there. We were interviewed on uh, live television by an icon, an Australian icon, Mm. Richard Wilkins Mm -hmm. and Sylvia Jeffries. Richard Wilkins has been on TV for... I don't know. 50 years? Yeah. About? I guess. Yeah. As long as I How can remember. How old is he? It doesn't matter. Yeah. He's one of those guys that I reckon would never say his age. Yeah. He'd cover his mouth. He'd be like, oh, oh, when I was born in 19... 19- <laughs> yeah. So true. Like, he could mm. be 80. Could be 80, could be 45. Yeah. He looks pretty good. Well, yeah, he looks like his own unique brand of 
age or like person. He's even. definitely yeah, like he's if you know Richard Wilkins, Dickie Wilkins, we call him now. Um <laughs> He just looks like Dickie Wilkins. Yeah. He doesn't look like you anyone else. You kind of just be who you are and then people will accept it. Like, yeah. You're like, this is what I look like now. And everyone's like, wow, I've never seen that before. But I guess that's how you look. <laughs> but he's like, he's great. He's yeah. iconic. They asked us a bunch of questions. I've actually got them here. We don't have to go through all of them, but um, we didn't really get much time to dig deep no. into into this whole and you know thing. And you know there's a producer making the wrap-up motion. Yeah. You know, to both of them. We also knew, I think, that I think Sylvia might have listened to some of our podcasts before, but I don't think Dickie Wilkins even really knew what a podcast was. Well, we we know that for sure because we have a friend who met him and he said to our friend, I don't know what podcasts are. Yeah, our friend said, you should start a podcast. And he went, mate, I don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but but he, he knew enough to know that we have synergy. To see us on morning television was crazy to me. Because yes. they're two different worlds. It's so different. That's what's so good. It's like we're so far removed from it yeah. that it becomes funny again. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. It's, it's not like, like I feel like there'd be some comedians who, if they were on there, you'd be like, oh, they're legitimately spooking their show. Mm. Like if mm. like someone like Rove yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Rove's new podcast, it would be it would make sense in the context of that show. But it's like we we did not make sense in there. Yeah. <laughs> When I watched the clip back, I was like, we just, even our, our energy, our like yeah. pacing, none of it made sense on that show. No. Very fun. It was very funny. And we, I think we should do more mismatched. I think the only press I want to do from now on is morning TV mm. and like, and like the front magazine of good journalism. Life. Like yeah. Insert. I want to be on like a, a, a pull out. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> and we're, 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 they've taken a studio shot of us and we're like hands, like. <laughs> You know, outreaching yeah. and we're wearing colourful blocky colours. <laughs> yes. Like aqua and purple. Yes, I would love that. Yeah. And then when people come see the live show, it's just a totally yeah. different energy to yeah. what they're expecting. <laughs> <laughs> so if anyone out there is a producer of like commercial television, morning television, magazine journalism, please yes, hit us up. We'd love a, a Who Weekly spread. Yeah. we Who Weekly would be great. <laughs> All right, first call, please. Thank you. Hey, fuck you, bloody. Fuck you, bloody, bitch. You fuck you, bloody, bitch. And you mother, fuck you, bloody. Fuck your bloody family. Fuck your mother. Fuck your bladder. Fuck your family, you bloody bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, yeah, that's kind of more the tone of what this show is. It's not slick. So funny. They're like, to do a Today Extra thing and they're like, so how did you guys meet? And yeah. they listen, it's like, fuck you. Fuck, fuck you, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny. Um, I, I, part of me kind of loves copying abuse. I know, but don't say that. I'm not. I mean, if anyone <laughs> tries to do it, don't think that you're cool or whatever I, th- I i think i'm above you and i think you're a piece of shit if you do it. but, uh, but uh, someone was trolling me on youtube oh, a, f- yeah. a week or so ago some guy he posted like 10 comments in a row that were like so long mm. they were like how can you live with yourself you're a hack of the highest order have you no dignity have you no shame you are in the entertainment profession and you have not entertained me at all that sounds like a game of thrones name hack of the highest order (laughs) the house of hack (laughs) he's hackian (laughs) a lord of hackian (laughs) but the guy ended up deleting them all and then apologizing so 
I think behind every abuse, there is a, a flicker of respect. A flicker of love and respect. <laughs> yeah, the, last Friday, I'm just sitting there um, with my friends in a circle. I look at my phone, and someone's just like written a really serious comment on my post, being like, I've listened shit for brains. I've seen you trying to become famous for so many years now. Just stop, okay? There's still time. You're young. Be a nurse. Study, study this, study that. Like, do anything else but this. You're seriously not good at it. I was just like, oh, okay. Shit for brains. Shit for brains. <laughs> <laughs> so weird that you can just be having fun with your friends and then look at your phone and, and someone is like telling you to com- quit the thing yeah. you care about. Yeah, they're compelled to write it. <laughs> oh, God. And thanks for calling up, by the way, and saying all that s- stuff. Because, I, I mean, I know we all hear it as abuse. That's what it sounds like. Cause that's yeah. what it is. But I'm like a dog with that stuff. When I hear it, I, I hear what's going on behind mm. it. And instead of hearing, fuck you, bloody motherfucker, I hear, fuck me. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm, I'd love to be fucked by you. I'm a worm. I'm nothing. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm slime. I'm piss. Yeah. I'm a bit of dust that's settled yeah. on top of a cabinet. So I hear that and I want to say to you, Caller, we hear you. We, we get it. We get it. It's hard. Life is hard. It's hard. And when you're out there and you're trying to just make something of yourself, you can get angry and that anger can manifest in mm. unhealthy ways. And but so much of our anger in life, you know, we point it, we misdirect it at so many oh, things. Yeah. But oh, often yeah. it's just an inability to be honest with ourselves and honest with our own shortcomings and, and our deficiencies. And so it's hard to see other people doing something that you might, if you admitted to yourself, want to try or... Mm. You know, and so you get angry and you resent them because it's easier to resent than yeah. to accept in your heart. And at the end of the day, you, you, I mean, clearly you're jealous that we were on morning television. Yeah, I mean, that much is clear. That's what I'm reading into is yeah. that you, you think, oh, I wish I was the one being interviewed by Dickie Wilkins. And you wish he'd said that you're a danger zone. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe you won't get that, but it doesn't matter because you're on this show mm. and we'll tell you. You're a dangerous, dangerous... And you're making waves. ...individual in this industry. Yeah. yeah you are making waves yeah. throughout the podcasting world. Yeah. And also, Dickie's not going anywhere. Yeah. So... He'll be around for another 50 years. <laughs> so thanks for calling. I'm sorry that you're jealous. Yeah. And um, um, I forgive you. Yeah. We really want you to know that we forgive you and we love you. We love you in a way. We love everything because you know what? You are me and we are yeah. you. We are yeah. all matter in this universe. And I don't know if I've said this before, but yeah. we're all matter, repelling matter. Yes. Have, so I don't when think I I've look at you that. and I and I see this angry behavior, I have to accept that I, that a part of that is a part of me as well because oh, we're all God. one. So Becky, absolutely. You know, the love that the love that you see and and becomes a part of you is also the hate and we must accept it and forgive it and send back love. I'm going to say a couple of things to you right now and I want you to just take them in. Okay. Yin and yang. Mm. Okay. Within the hate, there's a little bit of love. Within the love, there's a little bit of hate. And I'll say another thing to you right now. And again, just absorb it. When you point the finger, there are three fingers pointed back at you and a thumb that's not pointing really at anything. No. But ignore that. Just think about those three fingers. And if you think that the thumb isn't important, it's like it is. It's important in its own way. But it's not. It's not part of this this saying. Yeah. Yeah. So you're pointing at us, but you're also pointing three fingers back at you. Yeah. And, you know. 
And that's something that a lot of people something fail to yeah. understand. So think about stuff like so that. think about that before you be calling us and be saying, fuck you, motherfucker, bloody motherfucker, fuck your mom. It's yeah, like, fuck um, your mom, fuck you ass, fuck your dick and Also, like it just made me want to listen to the Blink-182 song. <laughs> shit, this, fuck this, cocksucker, motherfucker, shit, fuck your mom. <laughs> yeah, so thank you for reminding yeah. us of that Blink-182 song. And reminding us of pop punk. Yeah, which has not gone away. A lot of people think mm, it has, but look at Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. He's keeping the flame alive. Yeah. So thanks and goodbye. <laughs> Next call, please. Hey, um, I just wanted you to know that we listened to your episode a few weeks ago. Sorry, two weeks ago, where Becky released her song, Lava Jelsey. I'm so sad. And yeah, basically, I think my boyfriend wants to claim it as his own maybe playing it on his own recorder and remixing it. And I've been like, no, 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 like that's copyright. But I don't know. I just want your perspective. Like, what can I tell him to make sure that, you know, it saves that song and it's Becky's. Thanks. Oh, my God. How do you feel, Becky? This is really exciting. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to hear it. Well, so you're not um, concerned that your copyright's being breached? Um... Listen, I think um, I'm happy to. I mean, if he starts making money with the song, yeah, yeah, I'm obviously yeah. going to want to sort out some sort of royalty scheme. Definitely. Um, but I mean, is Elton John pissed off that Dua Lipa's doing Rocket Man? <laughs> I mean, no. No, but argu- want- uh, arguably they sorted out a deal contractually where, sure. you know, Elton's getting a cut of the royalties. Yeah. And as I say, I'll be wanting the cut of whatever this song that he's creating goes on to make, which I imagine will be billions. I mean, with a hook like that, yeah. love or jealousy, a suicide. Because <laughs> you know what? If uh, and this is just a shout out to your partner or whatever who who's recording this. Um, if you take the hook and the line, and then you make a hit out of it without cutting Becky in on the deal, and me as mm, as, as her, a facilitator, uh, yeah, as a, her, the the middleman, I guess. Um, you'll have a Lizzo situation. I don't know if you remember that Lizzo had that big hit, Truth Hurts. Yeah. The opening line, which is, I just got a DNA test. Oh. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Yeah. She stole that from a tweet. Wow. And now that person who tweeted that gets a cut of the royalties. Whoa. So you don't want to end up in that situation is Absolutely all I'm saying. Absolutely not. We can't have a Lizzo sitch going on here. We can't. And, like, I don't want to get litigious and I don't. <laughs> None of us want to get litigious. You know what? That's a lie. I yeah. want to get litigious. Well, you want to dress up for court. I want to dress up for court. I want to strut in. I want to say something that um, something takes the judge by surprise. Very cutting to yeah. the judge. And I want it to be filmed and yeah. put on TV. And, and you know what I want to do? More. Represent you. Yeah. And I want to be the one who, when we find out who the presiding judge is, mm. I say, ooh, Judge Bannister, he's very good. Yeah. And I know I have a relationship with the judge. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but not too I, much of a relationship. No, 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 no. Very professional, but we yeah. golf sometimes and we've been maybe at he respects cocktail parties. You. He respects me. I've made him laugh and stuff like yeah, that. Okay. Um, and maybe like in the in the court case, someone um, is lying about something and you do something, I don't know what, but like you do something hmm. really tricky. Um, like I'd some love, trickery. I'd love to do some lawyer trickery. Yeah, and you and you f- get that lie out, and, yeah. and then everyone goes. <gasps> I go. Um, so when you wrote the song "Love or Jealousy," uh, and this is to the guy, yeah. so you be the okay. guy. And when you wrote the song "Love or Jealousy" on uh, on August twenty two, what did you have for breakfast that morning? Uh, 
I um oh just see, I probably just had the usual I I I I have porridge. Interesting, because according to your earlier testimony, you wrote the song "Love or Jealousy" on August twenty three, <gasps> and the crowd gasps and the air is sucked out and of the room. And a woman faints. <laughs> and I kind of turn to the jury and just give a little knowing look, yeah. as if to say, "Okay, well, that was a piece of cake." <laughs> And then I walked back. It's a full 12-person jury (laughs) because of my song, Love or Jealousy. (laughs) I walk back over and sit next to you and then quickly, like, quietly confer in your ear and you nod and you're confident. Yeah, and the other team is, like, looking pissed off. Yeah, one guy just, like, like just sits back in his chair, like, with a look on his face, like, well, great. Yeah. Great. We trained him and he just fucked up. He got fell for the oldest trick in the book. Oh, my God. (laughs) And as we're coming down the courtroom steps, everyone's, like, the whole, like, media's crowding around me. Oh, there's a media circus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, how do you feel? I'm like, I'm just happy that I got my share. Um, Yeah. Yeah, the song means a lot to me and um, I think we had a really, I think the outcome was really fair and I just want peace for everyone. And then I usher you into the black, the back door of a black car and I turn to the press and I say, there'll be no more statements today. We get in. And and I look at one of the writers that I know because I know the press as well. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know the press and I look at one of the writers and I say, all I'll say is justice was done today. Yes, yes. And that's. That's a That's great, huge. great pull quote. And, and out of the throng, the this lady who's the the, the partner of yep. the guy who stole my song, mm. she makes her way through the throng and she goes, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry for everything. I'm on your side." Mm. And I go, "I forgive you." Yeah. And then she tries um, to say one more thing, and I say, "That's enough." I hold a finger up, yeah, one finger, you as see, if to say, "She's exhausted. She's done. She's had a big day in court. <laughs> <laughs> she's exhausted. She needs to go back to the hotel." <laughs> And the judge asked to hear more of the song and I'm like, there is no more. <laughs> it's just those words. But then we get into a whole, like, semantic argument about what even is a song and how much mm. of a song needs to be written. Yeah. And we're pulling in this, like, I've got dozens of celebrity, like, witnesses yes. who come in and take the stand. People like Pharrell Williams. Yeah. I've got Robin Thicke showing up in mm-hmm. there. <laughs> I've got... Uh, like rockers and hip yeah. hoppers. Mick Jagger's like, well, I guess the song just has to have a few lyrics, but songs not, even a vibe, not even. In it. It's just like yeah, a bit there, of a vibe. There's no time that it has to be. It could just be love or jealousy or suicide. I guess yeah. yes, that's. If I wrote love song. or jealousy or suicide, it'd be a fucking number one hit in 1968. And I'm like, well, you didn't. I wrote it. I wrote in it in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> And people go crazy. And then this guy, I mean, her partner, our caller's mm. partner, I don't, I, I don't want to think about what happens to him next. But yeah, but I imagine like sort of drugs, addiction. Yeah, um, absolutely. A spiral perhaps. I'm picturing been- a huge spiral and then maybe a comeback on The Voice in like 15 mm. years or something. Yeah, or maybe like I or reach out singer. to him oh, yeah. and there's a Netflix six-part documentary about the whole thing. Yeah. My God, I'll be oh. so involved in that. It's so exciting to yeah. think about. All the talking heads of mm. me in my office, my law office, yeah, with all the books behind me, yeah, and I say things like, "When Becky came to me with the case, I listened to the hook, Love or Jealousy, and I just <laughs> said, I think we've got something here.' Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. I'd yeah, love that. I'd love to be part of a peripherally a part of this whole thing. Mm. I don't want to be. You know, but honestly, on as we as but, we mentioned, like we don't want this to go. Oh no 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 no. 
then no. But we, but we, we if would, your we would husband, actually prefer to solve it out of court. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, settlement vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if your partner just like sort of keeps going with what he's doing, then mm. yeah, that, that could be where we end up and that's yeah. unfortunate. That's, that's regrettable. And think about you, like if you're you're watching your partner get dragged through the press and, mm. and I will be facilitating a smear campaign. As I said, I'm friends with the reporters, I'm friends with the media. And it's not a traditional smear campaign. This is a campaign where we do smear We smear things, things on him while he's asleep. Yeah, like cream cheese. And- yeah, uh, and like... Feces and stuff yeah, like, like squished up lizards. We smear, yeah, all over until him. he's just sort of fucking he gives backs up. off. Yeah. yeah, so there will be that, and just think about how that would impact you. You'd be looking at him getting dragged through the, the press, and you wouldn't be able to see him as a man anymore mm. because he's been emasculated. And that so. must be hard even now because he plays the recorder as a grown man. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. in its own in its own way that is emasculating. <laughs> but having said all of this. We'd love to hear the track. Yeah, we want to hear the track. <laughs> so, so can you please, actually, I swear to God, can you please get him to record his version of Love or Jealousy? That goes for actually anyone as well. Anyone who wants to have a crack at it. <laughs> anyone out there who wants Even to have a crack at it. Even if you just do acapella, if yeah. you just want to sing Love or Jealousy or Suicide. But obviously bonus points if you have some music yeah. involved. And, some- and bonus points to see how long you can... Do the vocal gymnastics like yeah, drag it out. <laughs> and um, and send it to us. In fact, send it to our producer Blake at dm.org.au. Yes, Blake at dm.org.au, and we'll play it on the podcast. Yeah, this is great. We might have a hit on our hands. Oh my god, I'm getting so excited. <laughs> But you know, we might I, also have a court case on our hands. Oh, God. So wow. it's a double-edged thing. Double-edged sword. Well, yep. you know. D- double indemnity. Maybe that could be my new song. It's a double-edged song. It's a double-edged song. No? Too soon? No, it's good. It's yeah. good. But let's focus on getting love or jealousy <laughs> but it's like, really. Cut me once, cut me twice. It's a double-edged sword. Cut me once, cut I'm me twice. I'm stabbing you. I'm stabbing me. <laughs> stabbing you, stabbing me. Oh, wait, no, but then I'm doing ABBA. So then, yeah. yeah. So God. just just to say, okay, just yeah. ignore double-edged sword. Please, <laughs> let's just focus on okay, love okay, or jealousy. Yeah, but we need a follow-up hit yeah, because but we can't we, just be like one hit, one dot vibes. We have yeah, to be like double. We'll, like, it'll happen naturally. Like you're, you're well, an right, artist. But you don't know? stifle me because this is how I work. Right. I put things out there and I just. <laughs> and then know. 15 years later, it becomes a hit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. Bye. Next goal. Look, I'm following up about, um, you know, that little boy that sounds like a 12-year-old girl um, falling in love with people's uh, husbands, uh, really. And, uh, Becky, you fucking nailed that. I cannot, like, of course I'm a child of divorce. That rhymed a little bit, kind of not. Um, yeah, look, I'm kind of gobsmacked. Um, you've really opened up a can of worms. I can't really close now and I'm not particularly sure I'm going to deal with it, probably staying away from people's husbands at this point and just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. So thanks, and I'm sorry for assuming anything. You're right, I didn't know what you were going to say. I didn't know you were going to blow my fucking mind and potentially change my life forever. Probably for good, but I'm just a bit lost now. Goodbye. Well, thank you for calling up and, and telling me I was right and apologising for assuming because you know our rule here, you must never assume. Ass, Why is that again? Ass, you, me. It makes an ass out of you and me yeah. if you assume. When you assume, you make an ass out of you and me. Yeah, and if you uh, find yourself assuming, you're making an ass out of you and Ming. Yeah, and Ming Your is a Ming. really good friend of ours. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Ming is our best mate. Yeah. So to so be don't make an ass out of don't Ming. Don't make an ass out of you and Ming. <laughs> Ming's a, Ming's great. Yeah. So, um, I wasn't. It took me a while to remember what this call was. So this call a few weeks ago. This guy called up and said that he was... This wasn't a few weeks ago. This was last week. Last week. Yeah. God, time flies when you're on television. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, This caller was falling in love with straight guys and married guys. Mm. And your advice to them was... I think it was like an Oprah-esque Yeah, remember I went into like a Wendy Williams kind of like... Daytime. And, and you you said that they were probably a child of divorce. Yeah. And that they're avoiding true intimacy. <laughs> and they're avoiding true intimacy. And when you say intimacy, I think into, into me, me, you see. see. Yeah. So that's similar to the assume thing. Yeah. But there's yeah. no Ming in it. Yeah. Don't, ass- don't, don't make an ass out of you and Ming. <laughs> <laughs> and into Ming, you shan't see. Yeah. Unless you're dating and you're being intimate. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, and you were right. So this mm. this kid is a child of divorce. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? I was pretty confident. How do you do it? I don't know. Is it just because you just you're it. a child of divorce, so you can sense the? I think so. Yeah. What and what are you sensing? Um, I don't know. Just um, I don't know. I can't really. I don't want to talk about it because you you don't have divorced parents. So I don't want you to, like, actually know. So people like me who come from You're... marriages that are still together, we don't ever get to know. No. Why not? You've got your own type and we've got our own type. Yeah. And the, I can still have trauma from my parents still being together. But your Maybe parents... I'm traumatized by the fact that my parents are so in love. Yeah. Maybe and that's so fucked sexual. up in its own way. <laughs> And they are sexual, and that is true. I don't think they make it known. They make it known. I've said this to you. I haven't said this on the podcast, <laughs> but my mum is very open about that stuff. Yeah. She still gets giddy like a little schoolgirl <laughs> around your dad. It's not the best. It's cute. It's Yeah, it's cute, sure, but it's also, like, gross when you're hearing the details, mm. which I have been unfortunate enough to hear. <laughs> what happened? It's, it's happened twice in my life now where... Um, the first time was when I was a teenager and I used to go to the same hairdresser that my whole family went to when I was like 13 or 14. And the lady, Leanne, lovely lady, was cutting my hair and she was telling me that my mum was so lucky because my dad knows how to fulfill her needs. Because <laughs> I, I think I had a girlfriend or something at the time and she was like, yeah, you've got, you know, you've got, you've all got your needs and you've all got romance and all that stuff. And she was like, and your mum, oh, Jenny, she's very lucky because she's a very lucky woman because um, Greg really knows how to fulfill her needs and he knows God. what he's doing. And, and I was just like, honestly thought I was going to fucking pass out. Why is your mum sitting in the chair talking about her needs? I don't know. <laughs> What you tell me? Why do? Why does anyone oh. open up to their hairdresser? It's so weird. I've never opened up to my fucking hairdressers. Me neither. I close off. Yeah, I close up. Mm. But yeah, so and then it happened again recently. I was informed that my mum was at a hen's party, and they were playing one of those games where you like reveal mm. shit about yourself. Mm. I don't know. I've never been to a hen's, but yeah, there's all those games. There's games, and you yeah, there's games like where. What's the weirdest place you've had sex or whatever? Mm. And everyone tells their story or whatever. Mm. And apparently my mum was like very 
vocal in the game and was talking about sucking dad off and stuff like that. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, lately I've been obsessed with the fact that people suck each other off because all couples do it. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you'll see like a real hodgepodge couple and I'm like, they suck each other off. They still suck each other off. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It is weird. Do you know why apparently it feels so good? Um, Well... No, I mean, I know, I know. Just why? <laughs> why? Just tell me. Apparently it's not even if it's like because you learn to be ashamed about parts of your body. Right. Or like you're dirty or it's like you always have a bit covered up. Mm-hmm. So when you meet someone that you're intimate with and they're happy to be down there and not they don't recoil and they in fact embrace it, it's mm. a true, um, true closeness. That you're, right. you're, so it's when you're a baby, into me you see. Into me, it's into me you see. Because when you're a baby, like everyone, t- like it's not a big deal to be like. But as and that, as, as you, you feel older, true love, because it's just like you're mm. running around naked. There's no weirdness. As you get older, you learn to be ashamed. Mm-hmm. So when someone's like completely comfortable in those areas, it's like baby love. Sure. But in a in a nice way, like you know, like this is real loving and. <laughs> I hate hearing this stuff. (laughs) Why? Because I don't like to think that there's some psychological reason deep inside all of our brains. It's like, I like getting sucked off because it reminds me of when I was a baby and I was comfortable getting like seen naked or whatever. It it is that. I'm sure it is that. But also it's like there's nerve endings everywhere and, and, you know. Yeah, but it's different. We like wet and warm things. It's different. Yeah. um, Gross. I hate. You need to relax. What do you mean? You're so closed off. In what way? To my baby <laughs> baby blowjob theory. <laughs> I just never want to know the reasons behind we enjoy the things we enjoy. Well, you need to open up because you, you have so many um, things that you're not – I mean, look, I said this thing to this guy and he is taking it on. You? Me? You never – Take on my theories. So you think that I need to sit back and relax and accept that I like getting yeah, sucked off because it makes you feel like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just give me a moment. I'm just. No, no, no. What? You're not supposed to actually think about a baby. Like you're just. just <laughs> no, think. I'm just accepting it. I'm just letting it sink in and I'm trying to accept this information that I. It's the same reason like. You know when your partner is being sooky and you're like, oh, what's wrong? And they're like, mm. nothing. That's It's like when you're a baby, there's something wrong and your parents are like, what do you need? Are you hungry? Do you need to be changed? Do you need this? Like they try again and again to try and please you. So when you're old and you start having like you see love as like someone fussing over you. Coddling so you. when they say like nothing, they don't mean like nothing. They mean try a bit and find out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be like, no, no, no. And it's like testing your love and it's, it makes you feel like a baby. So, so does it always come back to babies? I think so. Because this is There's where a lot of imprints happening this early is, on. I don't like the imprints. Um, I, think, <laughs> I think that parents should imprint less. Well, um, no, but that's neglect. Because I <laughs> there's an amount that's acceptable, but like. Because once we open up this door mm, or this can of worms, as I call it, said, um, then you start going to everything. Like the reason that guys like tits is because of their mom or well, some shit. But it is. But I don't want to hear that. Why? Because it's like surely well, human, there's other things. There are other things, but it all comes from like that. Oh. You're, you're, just a, you're just a baby that's gone through the ravages of time. Oh, but my god! But essentially gosh. you're like 
the same little thing that has the same impulses to survive, to thrive, oh, to be Jesus. warm, to be safe, to be held. Well, then, well, then explain this to me. Then is this does this apply to girls too? Yes. So when you're turned on by guys that remind you of your dad, is that it? Probably. God damn it. <laughs> In fact, definitely. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All of this stuff, it's very, you know, it's... Why do we have to know about it? Why can't it just be secretive? Because it can be helpful. How? Because you know that, like, when your wife or whatever or you are being... It's not about you. It's about a feeling. Mm. And it's like being... And treating your partner, like, not not always treating them like a logical person, but being able to baby them at points. Mm-hmm. Because it's like that's just something like a need that's inside them that they might not even know either. And so you're saying that next time my wife is sucking me off, yeah. I need to go goo goo gaga. <laughs> yeah. I need to start playing with a rattle and like, yeah. Yeah. And fully and, regress. And shit yourself. <laughs> God, I've been so dirty on this pod. Very blue. Very blue. Okay. But that's okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's. Hugely awakening for me. That's good. Yeah, hugely awakening. But what about this man? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, well, he didn't have any problems. He just wanted to thank you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that you found it helpful. I hope you continue your journey um, in trying to understand the the relationships you get into. Because no one else is going to look out for you, honey. Uh, I'm feeling the character again. No one else is going to look out for you. Okay, oh, people will use you and abuse you if you put yourself. You know. If you are willing to to put yourself in a situation, like people, men will take advantage. So you need to train people to treat you the way you need to be treated in life. And just remember this. And now I'm getting into the character. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember this. You're a baby. Deep down, you're a baby. And when you're getting sucked off, it's because you're a baby. Okay. And when you're shitting yourself, you're a baby. You're a baby. And you like... You don't like tits because you're gay, but you like dicks, and yeah, that reminds you of your dad, yeah. baby. <laughs> you're a baby. And also, know this. There's only three certainties in life. Love, jealousy, and suicide. <laughs> so <laughs> think about we, that. We hope you travel towards love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, take care. Have a wonderful week. Bye. Wow. That was um, – I, I, I wasn't expecting it, but I went on a – emotional journey and a mm. psychological journey. I think we need to do one. that more. We need to take you on journeys through your psyche. I am a bit closed you off. You are closed off. I think it's because I grew up with a lot of repression, mm-hmm. a lot of Catholic guilt, a lot of like you don't question things, you don't explore them. Mm. Um, I didn't know that I was a baby until today. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to thank you. I want to echo our caller from the last call and say thank you. You saw right through me. You get it. <laughs> and I don't know what I would do without you. So Aww. thank you so much. I feel the same way about you. Thank you. Thank and you. I think and I, even though it, we were playing characters before, but when you were defending me in court, <laughs> <laughs> I was really stoked to have you on my team. Well, I would, You're the best I would in the biz. do that. Thanks. I am the best in the biz and I do drive a hard bargain. Yeah. <laughs> I just I felt like I was in completely capable hands and you were the protagonist or like you know very close to and I just felt like we were just going to magic our way out of there. Well just know that if you ever found yourself in legal trouble mm-hmm. I would 100% back you up. Okay. I'll always be there for you even if you're guilty. Okay. I'll go to I'll go to the press. Okay. I mainly want to go to the press. Yeah. I yeah. think that's the it's main exciting thing. exciting to go to the I'll press. I'll go on morning television. 
mm. and I'll just tell the world that you're innocent. Well, we could easily just pop back on. Well, yeah, now that we have we the Zoom link. Yeah. <laughs> what if we use the Zoom link and we crashed the show next time? <laughs> like we just come. We just hey, guys, up. we're here as well. <laughs> Just plug in the pot again. <laughs> oh, I would love to see Richard Wilkins. Do you think his face can change? In a way. <laughs> I think his eyes are doing a lot of the work. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you so much for calling, callers. Thanks for listening, listeners. We um, love you. We love you guys. Follow us on social media. Call again, 1-800-BECKY-CAM. And email us your love or jealousy remixes at oh, yes, blake at dm.org.au. Yeah. And no remix is too pov. Yeah. It can sound like absolute shit. And we'll play it. And yeah. make fun of it. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.